0: Greetings everybody, this is a Travel Addict podcast where you can hear candid stories and discussions about business and adventure travel from around the world. With activities such as trekking, diving, camping, driving, cruising and just plain chilling out somewhere, we talk about lots of experiences in places all over the world including the grand, the remote, the edgy, the risque and ones of questionable merit. Education, fulfillment and wonder enrich our lives And of all the books in the world, the best stories are found between the pages of a passport. Stay tuned. Hello everybody, Malcolm Teasdale here, The Travel Addict. Something a little bit different today. I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite places in the world. One of my favorite islands, actually. It is Phuket spelt P-H-U-K-E-T, and you may be wondering where that is. It's actually in Southeast Asia. To be more specific, it's an island. It belongs to Thailand. The island of Phuket is in the province of Phuket, and that province also includes 32 other islands. But we're talking about the main island of Phuket, which is about 220 square miles in area, population of about 400 thousand, I believe, at the last count. Now, I've been there a few times. been there for work, pleasure, or just passing through on a rest stop before other trips over to Asia. It's a wonderful place, easy to get to, right? So why is it that I'm really interested in this place? Well, I find it relaxing, really relaxing. It is popular, by the way. People from all over the world go there, especially from uh, Europe, well, Britain included, and also Australia, and some from North America, some from South America. You bump into all sorts there. And there's also quite a few people living there, the expats. Expat population is quite um, prolific, actually. Why? Well, there's a number of reasons for that. Get into that a bit later on. Great Island, a number of fabulous beaches there as well, which is one of the main reasons people go. So look at a map of Phuket. And you'll see most of the resorts are on the sort of west side of the island and on the south, which are where the best beaches are, to be honest with you. And it's in the Andaman Sea. So you look west from the beach in Phuket on the west coast, and all you see is basically water. It's excellent. So you can check out the normal websites about the island of Phuket, and there's a lot to see. And one of the best things to look at is TripAdvisor. So, for an organized tour, which I'm not into organized tours, as you probably know, there's day trips, there's four day tours, there's nature and wildlife areas. And this includes uh, Tiger Rehabilitation Center, uh, Elephant Safari Parks. They try and take care of the elephants there, which basically are out of work now because they were used to drag logs of wood and when they cut down trees. But they don't do that anymore. So, the elephants are sort of looked after by the locals. Jet boat rentals, four wheel drive tours. You can tour around the different islands. A couple of islands you may have heard of there. Pee Pee Island, uh, for example. Pee Island, yes. Or PP Pee Lace specifically is where they made that movie called The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio many, many years ago. And you can visit that area. So the other island associated with the Pee Pee is Pee Pee Don. And that's quite popular as well. There's bus tours, half day tours, the zoos, which Encompass the safari parks I mentioned and the city tours, beaches, of course, historical tours. Phuket town is worth a visit, see some of the history, and movie tours, sports camps and clinics, all kinds of stuff. A lot of historical sites here, and most popular is the Big Buddha in Phuket. So if you're sailing away from Phuket, you can see the Big Buddha on top of a mountain there, he's sort of overlooking the island there, making sure everyone's safe and uh, comfortable. There's also the Chathaharam Temple, Wat Ban Temple in Kamala Beach, and the list goes on. So there's sort of these religious places all over the island. It's worth taking a couple of days, it depends how long you're there for, to, to check out this place, and specifically the Buddhism uh, religion. It's uh, quite peaceful. Now, Phuket itself is easy to get there, in my personal opinion. Um, It's part of Thailand, so you can fly Thai Airways direct from Bangkok if you want, or Singapore Airlines flies there from Singapore. It's about an hour and a half's flight. Other international airlines fly there as well, because it is a popular place. Good reason for it as well. Okay, easy to get to. So if you're in Asia, or you're interested in going to Asia, maybe this should be a stop on route. Now, one of the main things why people go there is because, well, I would say the main reason, it's a beauty, obviously, and uh, there's all these places you can go to, like Fang Na Bay, CK Canoeing, PP Island Adventure Tour, you can get on jet skis, at a luxury boat to James Bond Island as well. And for classes and workshops, you can do a few things like aerial yoga classes, uh, private detox, rejuvenation centers, meditation, and various massage parlors. Around, what well, to see? There's also a, a dog foundation, Freedom Beach. The list goes on and on. Now, if you go there during their celebration of the New Year, then it's quite like Animal House. It's uh, people shoot water pistols at each other, so be prepared to get wet. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about that. I was caught up in that mess a few years ago. Suffice to say, there's lots of beaches there. And it's reasonable to stay there as well. There are the basic hotel chains there. There's Hilton, Marriott, Radisson, Sheraton, which is part of uh, Marriott now. And the list goes on and on. Okay, There's the cheap ones as well. I've stayed in a couple of cheap places there. There's even a couple that you get to uh, a night stay there for about $15. That sounds ridiculous, and it's not a hostel either, right? And it's in the popular tourist area as well. It's decent. There's a lot of competition. So you've got the cheap places, you've got the mid-range, and you've got the luxury places as well. There's luxury resorts all over Phuket. Typically, they're on a beach, of course, or in the mountains. Aman, A-M-A-N, have a resort there called the Puri. It's a luxurious resort, probably one of the best hotel resort chains in the world, actually. And they have a resort. I forget what beach name it is, but it's absolutely spectacular. Which is really what you want to do there. Chill out or go where the action is. Patong Beach is where all the action is. I'll get back to that in a minute. So for an adventure, um, well, that's what I'm in, really. I like Phuket because it's good scuba diving there. So lots of good scuba diving companies. Check on paddy.com, P-A-D-I.com, for five-star rated Paddy certified companies, and they'll come and pick you up at your resort and take you to the boat dock for a day out scuba diving. They're all class acts, by the way, perfectly safe. Dive sites are Racha Island, which is fairly close by, about a 45-minute boat ride, or you can go to Phi Phi Island, which is probably at least two hours. And they'll feed you on the boat as well. It's all good. So that that's a popular thing to do. There's canoeing, kayaking. But surprisingly enough, another sport comes to mind here. Only because i have done it is golf. Yeah. So I was there for a few days one year, decided to play golf. And I looked at a website called PhuketGolfCourse.com included everything I needed to know about playing golf on the island. Now, there's a lot of golf courses. They're all great, by the way. It's sort of a mountainous terrain there, but the courses are maintained fantastically well. Now, I chose, uh, looking at this website, the first course I played was the Lakes course at Blue Canyon Country Club. That's located in the northern area of Phuket. So I purchased a, a golf package, which means... Someone picked me up from the resort I was staying at in Caron Beach. 50-minute drive, took me there. A decent set of clubs were provided. The only extra I had to pay for was uh, a three-pack of golf balls, which was $9. Big deals. So I'm going to lose them anyway, but I'm going to find some on the way as I w- work my way around the golf course. Now, one thing is mandatory at a Phuket golf course, and that is having a caddy. It's not a bad thing. In fact, it's a great thing because I was introduced to mine at the Blue Canyon Country, country Club. And she was a uniformed female, I would say in her 30s. She wore what looked like a tracksuit, which was a large, tight fitting brimmed hat as well, that kept in place a towel that was wrapped round her back of their neck, uh, her neck to protect her from the, the rays of the sun. Now, for the duration of that round, she was my cart driver. Course hazard advisor, club selection advisor, ball marker, ball cleaner, GPS system, and scorer. She did everything. Now she scored for me. I did the scoring for myself also. Suffice to say, my score was less than hers. I can't imagine why. But I never took a club out of my bag or put one back in my golf bag during that time. I had no playing partner. And there were few people on the course, so I felt alone on the golf course, just me and uh, this caddy. And she was funny as anything. Like if I did a bad shot, she was like, ooh, not good, not good. It was really good. Now, the course itself was stunning. Immaculately maintained, just a pleasure to play. A lot of water hazards, which I used to best of my ability. And uh, suffice to say, the score at the end of the day did not matter one iota. I tipped the caddy about 5 and about $15.00 and enjoyed a nice lunch in the clubhouse. Chicken pad thai with a Singha beer. Two days later, I played the Lock Palm Golf Course. I was in central Phuket. I got picked up again, and this was even more spectacular because it was mountainous. So there were many palm trees lying the fairways, but it was very green. The driving range? Well, the driving range was sort of at the edge of a lake you drove the balls into the lake why not the markers were in the lake sticking up like 200 yard marker 150 yard marker but it was going to land in water how cool is that they must get them out eventually so i played this course very pleasing and afterwards i went to the clubhouse uh, for some food there's a plaque on the wall in the clubhouse where it had best amateur round by you-know-who Tiger Woods, yep, he's played that. And I think the best round ever was by Australian Greg Norman. Obviously, this goes back a few years, but these famous golfers have even played this course, which was fantastic. And what do I do when I get back to the hotel after a round of golf? Just go for a massage across the street from where I was staying for about 10 bucks. Not bad, not bad at all. So there's a lot of things to do. Pick the place you want to stay at, and uh, it could be cheap, could be expensive, and just chill out. Go to TripAdvisor, look at all the things you can do, and I'm going to bring one place to your attention, because it does stand out. It's the most popular beach area in the island, and that's Patong Beach. Why? Because it is wild, wild as can be. You can Google Patong Beach, or you can typing in on YouTube, you'll see what I mean. The main road that goes through Paton Beach called Bangla Road. See, I get carried away thinking about this. It's about 200 yards long. All down the street, there are bars and like sort of areas go go off the main street, like squares, it's full of bars. Nightclubs, and pubs, British pubs, Australian pubs, Irish pubs, all right? Suffice to say, it's easy to get a beer and the beer is cheap. Now, just to digress a little, how do I judge about the cost of living of a place? Well, I think of a, a bottle of beer. <laughs> Strange thing, but I get get beer for $2 there, which says to me, "Oh, this is a cheap place to live and visit. But down Bangla Road, all kinds of stuff happening. There's girls out on the street holding boards up saying, buy one beer, get another one free. And she may even grab all of your arm and try and pull you in the bar that she works for. And if she's successful at doing that, you order a beer, could buy one for her as well. But she gets commission on the beer. She's coerced you into buying. It's not a bad deal, but it's all fun. And there's girls dancing on stages, girls dancing on bars, girls holding up signs, provocative signs. And it's not a guy, well, it's sort of a guyish area, but there's families there, there's there's couples walking up and down because it's one of these unique places. It's just fun. It's a happy place. All right. There's nothing obscene there, if you know what I mean. So I was sitting by myself at the Australian bar. minding my own business. a guy walked up with what was some strange food. It was a tray of something. And I looked at it. He was selling this like food snacks. Like sometimes you see that in pubs in England as well. What he was selling was scorpions. Yeah, scorpions on a stick. However, they were fried. How bad can they be? And I think they were barbecued because they're all like brownie in color. And uh, scorpions, yeah. Suffice to say, I did not eat one of those. A couple of girls who were sitting next to me on another table, they decided to buy one between them and took each leg off individually and cringed when they put it into their mouth. Why did they do that? So fried scorpions, well, (laughs) how bad can it be? probably a lot of protein in them yeah you can get fried bugs as well not bad now further down banglong road not every day but occasionally they have a a stand there which is bang croc where someone has barbecued a crocodile (laughs) yeah yeah it's not the whole crocodile it's part of it but you can have some of that food now the guy was working there didn't have much of a sense of humor So I asked him, I said, uh, can I have a piece of crocodile and can you make it snappy? He didn't get the fun side of that. Anyway, try a piece of crocodile, basically tastes like chicken. Um, There's other market areas there where you can get some strange food, eat what the locals eat, and also buy some clothes as well. It's excellent, just a lot of fun. So you have a night out on the town, basically walking around, stop for a drink somewhere, enjoy the atmosphere. And if you're younger than me, Most people are younger than me these days. There's nightclubs galore there. Two-story, single-story nightclubs. There's a lot to do. Get to the end of Bangla Road, walk left, walk right. There's more restaurants and bars. And if you're sort of walking back to your hotel, there could be a side street with traditional dancers just doing their thing. It's full of great atmosphere. It's wonderful. But that's the sort of um, loud side of Phuket. Uh, But if you just want the luxury resort to just be waited on hand and foot, there's plenty of those as well. So lots of things to think about there. So that's about it. And uh, also, I want to mention about the expat community. Yeah, because a lot of people, I would say a lot of people, but quite a few people move there. Why? Because of the cost of living. High standard of living, I should say. Good quality standard of living. It's peaceful. It's safe. Food is great, a lot of ethnic food there. You can get a good accommodation for cheap price and great health care as well. Phuket has the Bangkok Hospital there, which is famous for its quality and cheapness, by the way. So health care in some countries in the world, even the place I live right now, is rather expensive, especially if you don't have insurance. So going to Thailand, where it's just as good, Uh, They will be able to uh, fulfill your needs, whether it's a a broken bone, limb, bad cut, whatever it could be, they're not going to break your bank. So it's all good. That's why people move there. And the location is great because you can always take a weekend away somewhere, fly somewhere else for the weekend. It could be Vietnam, Cambodia, Singapore, Indonesia, and even Japan for that matter. There's lots of places to go to. All right. So basically a great thing to do. long on TripAdvisor because it gives a list of all of the like uh, excursions you can go on. And they're cheap, believe it or not, but there's a lot to do. Whether you're energetic or just want to relax and stick around at the hotel, have a massage every day, you can do that. But there's historical sites, great beaches, wonderful food. It's a great place. And that is why it is one of my favorite islands on the planet. So like I said before, I go to Asia at least once a year, and I may just stop at Phuket on the way back for a few days to to uh, chill out. And I did that last month, by, by the way. I was diving in the middle of nowhere in Indonesia, sort of a strenuous few days, and I just wanted to chill out for about three or four days in the island of Phuket, and I stayed at the Indigo Hotel out, just outside of Patong Beach. Really cheap, real classy hotel, great service. And that's the beauty of it. The Thailand people are great they're very welcoming they're very friendly and well-mannered of course but it's just a nice place to visit all right well that's my spiel about phuket in thailand hope you enjoyed it and i hope to be back there maybe next year take care folks gotta go got a podcast coming up see ya Bye. Many thanks for joining me today. This is Malcolm Teasdale signing off. Before I do, please check out my website, MalcolmJTeasdale.com, for more information about my travels around the world. Okay, folks, talk to you later. Bye for now. Stay safe.